You're listening to Hope on the Homefront, the official podcast for Homefront Heroes Ministries. I'm your host, Taylor Blackburn. We're a group of military wives on a mission to help you find joy in your journey. We're jumping in the trenches to encourage you when you're struggling, help you grow in your faith, and support you through military life. Because here, you are seen. Here, you're essential. Here, you are never alone. Welcome home. Let's go. Well, hey, Hope Keepers. Welcome to this week's episode. Happy holiday season. I cannot believe that the year has already pretty much come and gone. That is incredible. Like, where did it go? I know I say that every year. Every time that this time of the year comes around, every year without fail, that is what I'm saying to myself. Where did the year, where did the year go? (laughs) Such a cliche. Um, But here we are, and I wanted to talk about something today. Once again, just kind of freestyling this. I am holding my daughter and currently nursing, so sorry in advance if you hear her (laughs) gulping or grunting. We're going to just ignore that and realize that this is what it means (laughs) to uh, do stuff like this. Sometimes when you're a mom, you can't just click that that, uh, switch off. You have to keep it on all the time, and so here we are. But um, I want to talk about something that I've been thinking about a lot and is so important to me to share because I think that it's something that is so easy to neglect or to not realize is happening. And so I'm hoping that this episode will serve as like some encouragement and a little bit of a reminder um, to inspire you in being mindful of this as you move into your new year. Okay. So first, let me start off with reading something that one of our content creators submitted for a post on our social media. And this is what it said. As a military wife, it's hard finding the right church. The church that makes you feel welcome. The church that has the right music. The best sermons. The church that has just enough fun activities. A rock star kids ministry. There can be so many reasons to not go to church. But military wife, go to church anyways. Take your babies to church. Keep trying new places at that new duty station. But make a decision and stay. Invest in a church. Get plugged in. Join a group. Serve. You don't have to go to church to be a Christian, but the struggles are so much harder when you do life alone. There is value in others, believers, praying and walking alongside you. There is power in Sunday morning worship. There is growth to be found when you choose to serve others. It is not about the building, the style of music, or even the preaching style itself. It's all about Jesus. So military wife, find a place that teaches solid biblical truth and take yourself to church. Oh, the healing, growth, and blessings found within a family of broken and messy people, all alike, all in need of a Savior. Isn't that beautiful? That reminder of the importance of church, of iron sharpening iron fellowship with one another. The Bible talks about it time and time again. We need to be yoked up with a church body. And I have been at that place of it's just easier to watch online. And yes, that's actually true. It is easier to just watch online when you can just watch in your PJs and drink your coffee while you're sitting there not having to put any effort into getting your kids dressed and fighting with them over putting their shoes on 
everybody, I, I don't know about you, but there have been so many times where my husband and I get into arguments and we get huffy with each other in the stress of trying to just get to church. And then there's that quiet moment as you're driving to church and you're looking at each other like, wow, we really need this because that was a mess. Um, it is easier to just watch online. And if that is all that you truly can do, then do that. This is not me trying to knock it or discourage you from that. But a lot of times we choose what is easier and more simple instead of putting forth the effort uh, to go and get connected with actual people, actual real life humans in person um, because we want convenience. We want easy. Who wouldn't? But you know what? Easy and convenient isn't going to help you get the prayers and the support that you would otherwise find in church. Easy and convenient isn't going to provide you with opportunities to pray and support others. Easy and convenient isn't going to give you opportunities to serve others. Easy and convenient isn't going to allow you to go out and physically be the hands and feet of Jesus to a needing, hurting world. And that's just the reality. And so I have been at this place where I've said, but it's easier to watch online, especially during the pandemic phase of life. Uh, We were all at that place. We didn't have a choice. But then once things started opening up again, we did. And it's easy to stay back where we once were. And God tells us, come as we are, but he doesn't say stay as we are. We need to remember that, that there are times and places uh, where we don't really have much of a choice, much of an option. But when we do and when we can, we should choose to do better and be better, as we've talked about before. And so I've been at that place. I've also been at the place of trying to find a church home. And you go from place to place, and it just seems like wrong, wrong, wrong. This is not right. This is not my home. This is not where I need to be. We get focused and transfixed on the music was too loud, or I wish they did more than just sing hymns, or I didn't really care for the way that the worship pastor was dressed, or I didn't like the way that the preacher preached. And we get caught up in all these things that are physical, tangible, really not Um, all that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things that we allow us to kind of church hop, right? We shop around for a church home. And I've been there. We have been there a lot as we've been living here in Alabama. Um, You would think with there being like three churches on every single stretch of road, we would have no issues finding a church home. But we did that a lot. We had a hard time. And I think that There are times and there are things that are worth you not sticking around at a church for. Um, But if the, the church is preaching the Bible, then that is what really, really matters. And so keep that in mind that it does not matter, all of these other things. Uh, You need to be focused on, are they bringing the word of God? Are they actually preaching the Bible? Are they accurately understanding and interpreting it? Are they actually applying it? Do they have the fruit that they're producing from application or are they all lip service? Um, So church in general can be a really stressful, problematic, uh, troubling thing. And so we did that here um, at Alabama. Second time around, we were like, God, please let us find a church home that we can be 
happy at, that we know that we are learning your word, that we are yoking up with good godly believers, um, fellowshipping with one another. Help us find that. And praise the Lord he provided. We stumbled across a backcountry road that had a church that we were intrigued by. And so if you are near to the Fort Rucker area, I would highly recommend the Grace Place Church because it has been a huge blessing to our family. Um, But at one of these church services, our new pastor was talking about anchors. Yeah, I know that's kind of random, right? But he was talking about the anchors in life that like to hold us back from being able to freely pursue obedience to what God is calling us to. And he painted this picture of having worked so hard for the military. Um, He's a retired military guy, hit retirement, did the classic, let me buy the nice car, let me buy the nice house, let me do all the things that I couldn't um, or wouldn't or shouldn't do while I was in the military because I was just serving nonstop all the time. He was ready to embrace retirement life, right? And so he did just that. He started pursuing all of these things and he bought all of these things and he was living his best retired life. And then his wife came home one day and started talking about feeling called to serve as a missionary in Africa. And he's like, oh, no, thank you. I have done enough work overseas. I'm going to live in my comfy big house, driving my comfy car. And if that's what you think you should do, then have at it. And so she went. She went to Africa and she served um, for a little bit doing mission work. And she came back changed. And he said he just watched her light up, radiate joy. I mean, she couldn't stop talking about the things that the Lord had done and talking about how much she wished that they could, you know, do this ministry, mission work together. And so it became clear after a while that, hey, this is what God's calling us to. And ultimately, they did end up going together and serving for four years as missionaries to Africa. How amazing is that? But he talked about prior to that decision, how hard it was because he realized that he had a home, he had cars, he had all these things, right, that are, aren't, aren't bad, but they were all these tangible, worldly, materialistic possession things that he was anchored to. And they were keeping him from being able to freely pursue the mission work that God was calling them to. Now, obviously, God works all things out at the end, right? Nothing is impossible for God. Nothing is beyond his ability to make happen or keep from happening. And so at the end of it all, it ended up being okay. But he realized that in that moment, you know, there were so many things that he had allowed into his life that he had placed importance on. And he had said, this is what matters, that it, it, it made him be anchored in a way that kept him from actually being able to pursue what really was important and the things that really did matter. That he was so focused on this worldly, quote unquote, success, this indulgence in finally getting to do and to have what he deserved. You know, this entitlement of I work so hard for this. this these are my things. This is what I have to show for all my hard work. All of that was kind of built up in some pride. And this is mine. This is what I have to show for all my hard work. That it kept him from really being able to say like, Lord, everything that I have, you have given me. Everything that I own 
is because you have allowed me to own it. This is all an extension of you, your goodness, your grace in my life. And the best thing that I could ever do is to continue to walk in obedience to serve you. And so that's ultimately what he did. But it spoke volumes to me as I sit here raising my babies, right? I'm raising my children. I'm trying to teach them how to be good humans, productive citizens in society, to understand the things of the Lord, to know the difference between right is wrong, uh, right is wrong, to know the difference between right and wrong, to know what is good, um, to understand the things of the Lord. And it's easy to want the world for your children, to want the best, to want success. But when I think at the end of it all, what do I want my kids and then especially like myself, you know, to say, this is what matters. I don't want them to think materialistic things at the end of it all are what matters because having a heavenly perspective is everything. And just today I was driving and someone like decided to break all the way through a green light, which ended up resulting in me getting to the light and it turned red and I was so frustrated and I'm like come on what in the world was that about my daughter my oldest daughter she says well mom maybe it's a blessing maybe God was protecting us (laughs) and here she is seven years old she's about to be eight but don't break my heart I'm not going to talk about that here my seven-year-old is reminding me to have a heavenly perspective at even a red light. I love that. Just like we talked about last week, right? Playing red light, green light with God. Like all things work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. We just have to trust him with it. And so today, friend, I want to talk with you and encourage you to evaluate your own life and say what in your life might be an unintentional anchor that is keeping you from saying yes to the things that God might be calling you to? I know it's a hard question to ask. It's an even harder question to answer, but we all have it. You are not alone in having things that you've chosen to anchor yourself to that might be keeping you from being obedient to the things of the Lord. And there's no shame in admitting it. And there's no reason to not embrace choosing to anchor yourself in Christ above all else. That's not to say that God's not going to continue to bless you and allow you to have some of these things. But is there anything, and only you can answer this before the Lord, is there anything that is choosing, oh my goodness, that is um, anchoring you to it so much so that it's causing you to refrain or refuse to say yes to God. And if the answer is yes, and you have that thing that pops into your head right now and you're thinking, oh, yeah, I can't quite give that up because I'm anchored to it. I can't obey God because of X, Y, or Z. Whatever that X, Y, or Z is, is an anchor holding you back from being able to say yes to God. And you know what? There might even be times where there are things just like the red light I was stopped at that God is protecting me, right? Like 
there might be things that happen that are removed from your life that fall apart, that seem broken, that seem messed up, that seem beyond repair. And you're asking yourself, God, how can this be good? How can this be of you? Well, you never know if that was God removing an anchor that was holding you back from being able to say yes to something that he might not have even called you to yet. You never know when he is positioning you to say yes and to obey. And there is a scripture in Hebrews, Hebrews 6, 19. It says, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. Let me read verse 18 as well. Uh, It says, God did this so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to take hope, or sorry, We who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. And here on this podcast, you know we love to point you to the hope that you have in him. As you are living out your best military life life and life is hard and it feels too impossible and it feels like storm after storm is blowing in, the wind is gusting through. I don't even know if gusting is a word, but you know what I mean. We've all had those moments when Murphy's Law is hitting us and we're like, okay, I'm about to blow away. I can't withstand this much longer. When that happens and you feel like a little ship out at sea being blown around, Think of the impact of the anchor. Think about the intention of the anchor. It holds you steady. It keeps you from being blown away. That is God. That is God. He is our hope for the soul. He is our hope and the anchor for our soul. We are firm and secure in him today and every day. Because, as it says, God cannot lie. It is impossible. And so we know if this is what his word says, then it is true. Right? Amen. So that's just something I want you to think through. As you are going into this new year and you are evaluating, you know, all these new year resolutions that people say that we should embrace, I want to challenge you to think through this. Maybe instead of a new year resolution, you release some anchors in your life. You pull up the chains on some anchors in your life and watch what happens when you choose to put the anchor in the Lord, when you choose to allow his hope to be what you are anchored in. My friend, you will be more firm and more secure than your soul could ever dream. And that is your hope on the home front. Thanks for tuning in. From our heart to yours, we hope that this podcast is your go-to place for encouragement on the home front. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaway was from this episode by having you take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Tag us at HFH underscore ministries or on Facebook at Homefront Heroes Ministries so we can get connected with you, get to know you more, and hear from you firsthand what specific encouragement you're looking for. This is home. This is the place to have the hard conversations. And until we chat next, get out there and find the joy.